Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. SoCal's Country Station, 95.1 K-Frog. I'm Pepper. This is Spirit of the IE. For over 10 years now, Rewritten has been working to improve the quality of life for young people who are living with the burden of an absent father. To fill the void left by their fathers, young people will often turn to drugs to feel good, promiscuity to feel loved, and gangs to belong. Based in San Bernardino, Rewritten believes that it doesn't have to be that way. They're hosting their second annual 5K in downtown San Bernardino on Sunday, June 11th. Joining me is Frank Perez, CEO for Rewritten. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Frank, start by telling us, what is the mission of Rewritten? So the mission of Rewritten is to come alongside young people who are struggling with the burden of an absent father and to help fill the void and the gaps that are in their lives as a result. So we do that through mentoring, academic, and scholarship support. And tell us about the children you serve. So we work with kids as young as first grade up through college age. And we primarily serve in San Bernardino City and San Bernardino County. And then we also have programming available nationally through virtual programs, through uh, virtual workshops and e-mentoring sessions. And so the young people that we serve come from these communities where they are struggling because their fathers are absent. And so a lot of them are struggling emotionally. They're struggling mentally. They're struggling financially. And so a lot of the programming that we provide to them is, you know, within that mentoring, academic, and scholarship support is because we believe that there are these voids in their lives as a result. And so with mentoring, we work to provide emotional and mental healing and restoration in their lives as a result. And then a lot of the academic support, uh, a lot of the young people, because they're struggling so much emotionally and mentally, they're struggling academically. And so we come alongside them and we assist them in their academic efforts. And then with the high school and college age, we work to provide them with not just the mentoring and academic support, but scholarship support. A lot of them are struggling to make ends meet and oftentimes cannot afford to attend college or trade school or even community college because of all the expenses that come along with that. And so we work to provide them with that financial support as well. What are some of the challenges faced by children who are growing up without a father figure present? 
Yeah, with the young people that we work with, we will survey them and ask them what are the uh, things that they struggle with. And the number one thing that happens every single time is that their fathers are absent, that their fathers are gone. And then from there, the list goes into they are angry all the time. They are frustrated seeing their mother struggle. They don't have enough money to buy food or clothes or to even go do things. They feel confused. They don't feel safe. They don't feel protected. They don't feel loved. And the list just continues to go on and on because what we have found is that a lot of these kids, you know, a lot of times their mothers are present, but their mothers are working two to three jobs to try to provide. And so they're not as present as they'd like to be. And so there's this massive void in their lives, not just from their fathers being gone, but now their mothers are gone because their mothers are trying to make up for the absence of their father. And so we have found that there's just a lot of that. There's a lot of this emotional, mental, and then physical burden. The idea of feeling protected and safe. I think a lot of young people who grow up with a mother and a father in the home, and as they get older, I think a lot of times you take that for granted. There's this man in the home who's there to protect you, who's there to protect uh, your mother, who's there to protect the family. And when that's missing, these young people, they sense that. They sense who's going to protect me and who's going to protect mom if something happens, which bleeds into everything. It goes into every aspect of their lives. They feel this sense of looming danger, that something is always about to go wrong and no one's going to be there to protect them. And so we see a lot of that in the schools with the behavioral issues. They're acting out because they feel uh, threatened all the time. They feel unsafe. And then that's just one aspect, uh, which is a, a huge one. I think it's a, it's a really heavy one because uh, what we have found when we're able to address that, when we're able to come alongside them and let them know, listen, you are loved, you are cared for. There are people who will work to protect you, who are serving you, who have your best interest at heart. And they start to find healing in that area of their lives. We start to find that they begin to thrive in all other areas of their lives, academically and interpersonal relationships, their relationship with their mothers, with their siblings, uh, and even those who still talk to their fathers, but their fathers aren't active in their lives. They begin to find forgiveness for them and they begin to find healing in that area. I think that's huge. A lot of times with most of the kids and a lot of these young people who are growing up without their fathers in the home, it's not that they don't know who their fathers are or they've never met them before, but their fathers have chosen to not be a part of their lives. And so there's a lot of resentment there. And a lot of that resentment, it affects every aspect of their lives. They are confused as to why their fathers don't want to be a part of their lives, why their fathers don't want to take care of them, protect them. Uh, take care of their mothers. And so when they can begin to reconcile that, there's real healing that begins to happen. And when that healing can begin to happen, they can begin to address other areas of their lives that they've been struggling in because of that. And so, you know, we are a faith-based organization. And for us, we do believe that ultimately they're going to find healing and restoration in the fatherhood of God. And that's a father who will never leave them, who will never abandon them, who will never forsake them. And when they can come to know that and they can come to believe that, the potential for not just healing and restoration, but for their lives to thrive is limitless. I mean, and, we, and we've seen it. There's so many young people that we have seen find that healing, find that restoration, and their lives just begin to thrive in so many different ways. I'm just off the top of my head. I'm just thinking of one young man who just bought his first house. He's 26, 27 now 
we started working with him when he was about 14. And he, I think it was in September of last year is when he bought his house. And he texted me all these photos. He's like, Frank, Mr. Frank, look, you're not going to believe it. And he just sent me all these pictures of a house. And he's like, what are these pictures? Uh, he's like, I bought a house. And we, I started crying. We called each other. We FaceTime. He loves to FaceTime. He doesn't want to just talk. He's like, I, I want to see your face. And he was like, this is because of you guys. I learned how to budget and I learned how to save and how to be wise with my finances because of you guys. And so thank you. And he just, he was like, just giddy. And that's just one example. But it's huge to be able to come from where he comes from, comes from a you know, single mother home and two other siblings, they struggled a ton. And from an area where a lot of the kids, the apartment complex that he comes from specifically, a lot of Section 8, a lot of low-income housing, a lot of gang violence, a lot of drugs, a lot of his peers got caught up in gangs. A lot of them are, have been killed or in prison, fathering multiple children of their own, leaving those kids fatherless. That was the um, trajectory of his life. When we met him, he was failing everything in high school. I think we met him in ninth grade. And then things began to turn around from there. And so to go from that to owning a home and he's in love with this young lady who he wants to marry and wants to have a family with. And he already talks about like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to love my kids. There's just no way, you know, that I would ever want them to feel what I felt growing up. And I would never want this woman that I love to ever feel what my mother felt and to see that same burden and and stress on her so that's one story but there's so many layers to it and there's so many others just like it the kids call you mr frank they call me mr frankie (laughs) frankie is what uh, my mom called me growing up and my family all calls me frankie and so a few of the kids when they heard my family calling me frankie they're like who's frankie i thought it was mr frank (laughs) so it quickly turned from mr frank to Mr. Frankie or Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking with Frank Perez, CEO of Rewritten. This organization has been in existence for 11 years now. Yes. Tell us about your personal connection to its mission. My personal connection to the mission of Rewritten is that I was once one of these kids. I grew up in a single parent home. My father was around for the first few years of my life, and it was myself, my older brother, and my younger brother. And then things happened. And he and my mother separated, he left, and then ultimately he passed in a car accident. Mm. And so there was a lot of stuff that happened prior. It was very difficult. And while I was young, I think as I got older, I began to understand more. And, and I went through the same struggles that a lot of these young kids go through is the questioning, why didn't he stay? Why couldn't he choose to stay? What, what was more important than his three sons and his wife? And I struggled with all of the same things. It's not feeling safe, not feeling protected. I'm watching my mom struggle, watching her worry, watching her be sad, and then seeing my brothers go through very similar things that uh, these young people. I'm in the middle, so I have an older brother and a younger brother. And so I completely and totally understand everything these young people are going through. And so that's what motivates me. That's what informs and influences, aside from my faith in Christ and my belief in God, which is the foundation of all of this. But the fact that I went through this and that I do believe that God uses all of your life for something good, if you can surrender that to him. And so 
that's my personal connection to the mission. How would you say that Rewritten is impacting participants and their families? I would say Rewritten is coming alongside these participants and their families and filling gaps, filling voids that are there in in ways that are providing some, not just practical things like homework help and budgeting and how to write a story and academic support and, you know, here's how you do your math and let's set some weekly goals. But beyond just those practical things, those things are a key to all of the healing and all of the restoration that then allows these families to begin to thrive and to begin to do well and to begin to function in a way that I think that there's always going to be that void. You know, when a father isn't there, there's always going to be these gaps there, but there's a way to still live and to still exist in a way that's productive, in a way that's healthy, in a way that benefits each other and the families. And so I think the work that we do does help these families begin to see these mothers and these young people that there is still hope, that they can still have a life that is worthwhile, that is beautiful, and that is full of love, and that will thrive in spite of the burden and the void that the father left when he abandoned them. You offer all of these services to your participants. One of the services you offer is the opportunity to give back. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, Better to Give is one of the programs that we love to do. And with all of the healing, with all of the restoration, with all of the thriving, a part of a life that thrives is that you can give back. Uh, One of the big things with our financial health workshops that we do is give, save, spend. And so like that young man I shared about earlier who purchased his first home, he's also has been a monthly giver and has contributed back to Rewritten since finishing high school and getting a job and going to college. And so we believe it's incredibly important to give back, whether it's monetarily, whether it's your time, your resources. And so better to give, we work to engage the young people that we work with in the communities that they're a part of. And so whether that's, you know, trash pickup, you know, like community cleanup days, we've had them go to senior citizen homes and provide uh, tech support for the elderly that's a that's a really big one that's a, a major one that they love to do and 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 the convalescent homes they really appreciate it you know you have these uh elderly who are trying to text and facetime with family and they don't know how to use their phones and then you have these 10 12 13 year olds who know how to facetime with anyone and everyone and know how to you know do it in a second and so they get together it just comes so naturally to them <laughs> yes and so what we love about stuff like that is that it's serving a purpose so it's helping this community but it's also it's the young people that we work with it's building confidence in them and that they do have something to provide and something to give back and so to be able to watch these two things come together is pretty powerful because it just goes into the rest of their lives as they get older as they head into college and their jobs and trade school or whatever they choose to do, that they know that there is something that they can give back, that they can do to benefit not just themselves, but their community and their families and the people that they love. And so we we believe that that's an essential part of a life that thrives. What do you think makes Rewritten unique and an organization that stands out from others? I think there's a few things, but I would say... I think for me, the biggest thing is that we are pointing these young people to the fatherhood of God 
And because our programming is constantly going to be changing and we're constantly going to be working out what is working and what isn't working. But one thing that's going to be constant that will never change is the fatherhood of God and the love and the healing and the life that they can find there. And that's everything that we do. That's our aim. Those are our efforts. That's what we're pointing these young people to. That's what we we are pointing these mothers to. That's what we are pointing the communities that we work with towards. And so, you know, everything else that we do, all the the programming, all of the, the programs and the services that we provide, you know, we're always constantly working to improve them or change them and that sort of thing. But I think what sets us apart is that our anchor is in the fatherhood of God in all that we do. Last year, Rewritten celebrated its 10th anniversary with a 5K in downtown San Bernardino. And this event made history. Tell us about last year. Yeah. So from what I understand and from all the research that we've done, they have not hosted a 5K in the heart of downtown San Bernardino. From what I understand, they used to have some sort of run that would go through the mall inside of the mall. So I don't know too much about that. But it was the first time that 15 blocks in the heart of downtown San Bernardino were shut down for the community to come together and do something good. And it went by the Enterprise Building, the Anderson, I think is what it used to be called, the Harris Building, the Courthouse, the new Courthouse, and a few other historical buildings in, in that area. And so it was huge for us. We, we just had this idea to do a 5K. We had no idea it was going to be this historic yeah. event that it was going to be the first of its kind to happen, which was really exciting. And uh, that was just kind of a, the, uh, an added bonus. And it was really uh, successful for us. We had uh, incredible sponsors come out and, and support. And we had just over 100 runners. So it wasn't a massive you know, event with five, 600, you know, 1,000 runners. I call it the, the little race that could. And we're back again. And you know, and last year, we raised nearly $50,000 with the event, which was huge for us. That's amazing. When we set out to do it, I thought, you know, if we can just raise five or 10000 I will pass out. Like That's going to be huge. <laughs> And uh, we ended up hitting almost 50,000 because of the generous sponsors and the people that did run. They were rallying and advocating for us and supporting the work. And so it was the little race that could, and it's going to do it again. The second annual Race for Rewritten takes place on Sunday, June 11th. What do we need to know for this year? Uh, You need to know to come out and have fun. And it's going to start a little bit earlier than last year. Last year, I think we started running at like 8 30 and this year we're going to start running at 7 30. it is in june and so 8 30 was a little bit warm but you know people were troopers and we had lots of water on hand but yeah come out and have fun there will be uh everyone that registers will get a running shirt a race rewritten shirt a medal for completing the race and then uh, a little swag bag full of a, a few uh goodies and uh items from a few of our sponsors And is registration required ahead of time or do you sign up the day of? How does that all work? So registration is open right now. We will take, you know, people up to the day of. Registration will increase after May 31st from 45 to 65. So the benefits of registering before the 31st is that you save $20. And do you need volunteers for this event? We do. So maybe your thing isn't running or walking or rolling the 3.1 miles, but maybe you want to come out and hand off some water or some Gatorade or some bananas or oranges and help kind of keep people directed in the right uh, direction. So we definitely need volunteers for that. We need volunteers to help pass out the, the running shirts, the medals, to cheer people on.
How does someone contact you if they want to be a volunteer or a sponsor? They can go to rewritten.org, and there's all the information there, or they can shoot us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at rewritten.org. Now, this event takes place on Sunday, June 11th, which is one week before Father's Day. Is there a significance to the timing of this event? There is. It's uh, the week before Father's Day, and because of our mission with Fatherless and because of the importance of fatherhood and then ultimately the fatherhood of God, we want it to stay close to this uh, time of year because that is significant for us and that is uh, and a very, very important element of the race, of what we do. And so that's why we were very intentional about choosing that week before. And I believe last week we did it the week before too. And uh, by God's grace, this race will continue and it'll continue to happen the week before Father's Day. I've been speaking with Frank Perez, CEO for Rewritten. Tell us again how we can contact you and participate in what Rewritten is doing. So yes, you can visit us at our website, which is rewritten.org. Or you can shoot us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at rewritten.org. You can also call us if you'd like. Our office number is 909-645-6189. Thank you so much for talking with us today, and thank you for making a difference in our community. Thank you for having me. I loved uh, being here today. It's great. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.